When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Taco Tuesday here at Colton Penn HQ. Fastest show in MLB. Absolutely bleeping anywhere. Take that one to the bank. Hanging with Big Johnny at John Legaza on the bird app, formerly known as X. Scratch that, reverse it. Fastest show, as I said, man. Hang with Mr. Cooper on the ones and twos. Best looking, hardest working producer in the business. Best ad read coming up on that one, Jay. All right, everybody, what's going on? Jeff L. B. Sims. Brian, Brian, Brian. If you ever wake up in the comment section and you're surrounded by Brian's, you're probably here. Call to the pen, rate, review, and subscribe. That stuff matters more than it should. Five star reviews are the, you know, the, the, the compliments, the, the, the compliments, just like it really took like a great, it's unbelievable. It's like the greatest thing you can do. It's like, but, but I like him. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it. That's worth investing in. And that's the world we live in, controlled by the algorithmic overlords. All right, let's do the thing that we do. Brian, another Brian, BGC, what's going on, man? Really do appreciate your support of my work. That goes for everybody across the board. You know, even the guys not here, Maddie Dubs, Frankie A, Mike K. Insight, Far Sports, I'm shouting them out anyway. Player Pops of Bond, all the people that have helped kind of push us, building from zero up to a 1,000 subs. We're making our way here. It ain't madness. It's Sparta. Welcome to the phalanx. We may be small, but we are freaking mighty. I mean, at this point, it takes about it takes about nine minutes of this show to realize, like, wow, there's nothing else like this quite anywhere. Let's show it off. Jay Bird, nuance in the context, pouring out the nose. Let's get right into the games. We've got a full slate. Please, Mr. J. Do me a favor, keep an eye on that K, the K leaderboard that we love so much. We have done so well on that. We have done so well with that. Imagine if we were really popular, like if we had some like some of that Verlander love, or that cannabis love. Jeez, man. We'd just be going nuts. We are knocking these things down like crazy. Let's get into it full slate. I don't know how we cover all these games in a single show. No one else doing it like us. It's the Guardians. Logan Allen on the butt, minus 105. On the road in Great American Small Park against Golden Graham Ashcraft. You know, these are both two of like my guys, but I have really decided to kind of pump the brakes on Great American Ballpark. It always just plays up, and that usually tips the model away from the under, which is where I was leaning with the two pitchers that I like. So I'm kind of on the fence in this one. We'll do the analysis, but I know I'm off it. Allen with the 3-5 ERA, though the 1-4 whip. Indicators all at 4-5 because the walk rate's a bit high at 9% for only 22% K. Right, so he's kind of pitching to contact at 87%, keeping it down 42% of the time. Contact's been a bit of a hit or miss, but he has kept the ball in the yard. Again, a lot of kind of meh stuff. 323x, well, right on average. I mean, he's been death on lefties and really pitching well on the road. 239 batting average allowed, 692 OPS. That's a 3-2 ERA sub-1, home and 9 for Logan Allen. Again, I kind of like the way he's pitching. Ashcraft, too. you got to be careful with the season-long stats. In particular, my fantasy heads know about this stuff. When we get guys that are, he's going to have what we call like an injury split. He was really good, then he was terrible, then he went on the I.L., came back, was really good. Generally, that means the part when he was really bad, 
He may have been hurt. So I'm more looking at the last 400 pitches. He has a 211 ERA. The indicator is right around average. Stuff plus for the roof for Graham Ashcraft. You know, it's more of a it's heavy kind of sinker. He's throwing all the 49% ground ball. So that's it. He's throwing like the lead ball. He's not getting ahead the way I'd like him to. But again, I do like these guys. They're both kind of hard to score. Neither one of these offenses really any good, in particular Cleveland. How about a 70 WRC plus? Yikes. Only five home runs, last 500 PAs. It's really bad. 224 team batting average, 49% ground ball. Flip side, Cincinnati, very up and down on offense, 238 team BA, 301 OBP. So they're not really good because they're constantly striking out. 28K to only seven walk, 13 and a half swinging strike. But you see what I'm saying? It's hard to back either of these offenses. But in the ballpark, I don't go under. That would be my lean. But I'm going to just move it on. That's how fast we got to be today, everybody. Next up, Houston Astros. Christian Javier on the bump. Minus 125. Slight dog on the road against the Fish from Miami. And j- jumping Johnny Cueto. Christian Javier, what a disappointment. I mean, and listen, he's kind of, you know, it's been up and down. We've seen flashes. Man, I promised myself I wasn't going to do it, but I got to game log this one because it, it really matters, right? This is where season-long staff get mush-moshed. 435 ERA, 125 whip, 728 OPS. Those are all kind of meh. Expected ERA of 4.7 is meh. The 22K is too low. 11 and a half swing to strike, not bad. 27 whiff again, not bad. A little better on the underpinning that you'd expect. The ball rate is way too high, 38%. He's lucky he only has an 8% walk rate, right? We're using ball rate here, greater than sign walk rate. Again, there's one piece of the nuance that you get when you hang with us. 54% first strike, 55 fly balls. You can see where the problems are. He misses in the middle, it turns into barrels, double-digit barrel rate for Javier. And again, the last 500 pitches, the ERA on the control at 4-4, but all the indicators way above. I'm generally using Sierra. That's a 5.3. really can't trust this guy. Even though the K rate is starting to clip up in that 30-day sample, I've been working on those K props. They are really starting to come along, man. You know, follow me on Twitter, take it a sharpener if you want to pay. I, th- man, I think it's like 40 cents a day at this point. I meant to keep dropping the price. It was like 25 cents at the beginning, so early bird getting a worm either way i mean 20 bucks for the rest of the season if you're betting at, at all i just think for the time it saves using all this data it's worth it anyway on the other side johnny cueto very hard to back five three era but a one flat whip this guy's just crazy he's got the swinging rock and motion i've never been a fan of the control's been really good though right you got to keep that in mind 33 percent ball 71 first strike 38 0 swing there's your bully metric right hitting first strike to chase rate O swing. If it equals over 100, there's your bully. He gets up, gets ahead, makes you chase his jump. Tons of fly balls, but not enough pop ups to justify it. And tons of home runs, two and a quarter home run, but a one whip. This is just crazy for Cueto. And he's been really rough at, at home. Again, only 200 batting average, but a six ERA. This is really tough. You got to think it's the Astros in this one, right? I want to get over to the Algo. I didn't, I didn't print this one. I actually have Astros money line. Okay, is it still? Minus 125 or something like that? If that's the case, I think we can get with that. Yeah, it's exactly that. We got bet stamp up in the video, people. Appreciate you all. Press the bell, press the finger, press the arrow, press the button, press all the stupid things that matter more than they should. Right? No one's asking if a show is... Like, trust me, you don't sit down at these meetings and no one asks if your show is good. You don't take an IQ test. They don't ask if your analysis is good or if you're compelling. It's just like likes and stuff. That's why... That's why you, People get high and can't believe it. That's that's what it is, a computer program, you know? It's, it's really like Black Mirror. It really is. Unbelievable. Offenses. Houston's got the edge here. We definitely want this one, Jake. Let's definitely let's let's get that one in for sure. Houston three phase edge, right? Starting pitching. 
offensive bullpen through the bullpen first, 35 and a third, 1-8 ERA, 165 batting average allowed for Houston, looking pretty good. Miami, other side, everything kind of average, four and a half ERA, but the double-digit walk. Tons of fly balls. We know they've had a couple losses recently. That bullpen, I'm not crazy about. Also, Houston, I mean, better than Miami offense. Miami offense kind of struggling. 97 WRC plus, 243 average. Too many swinging strikes, too much chasing, not enough ground balls. So maybe Javier gets it done for us today. Again, if not, we're going to be dying because the other answer probably would have been the over. Next up, it's the Red Laundry from the northeast of the United States of America. Nasty Nick Pavetta on the butt, minus 170 favorite on the road in the nation's capital against our Nets and Josiah Gray. Man, Josiah Gray was like, what a ride. If you follow my fantasy work, you know, I kind of have a thing for him. I was into him really early on last year. We saw flashes. I love the shape of the fastball. Again, when we didn't have to, don't have to catch any games, we used to get into some of the granular stuff earlier on. Maybe if we ever, I mean, later and lately, it's just been 15, 15, 15, 15. If we ever get one of those fours or sixes, maybe we do with that stuff. How about some of the new listeners? Again, subscribe, help us get to 1,000. So Gray had trouble with the walks and the homers. So he corrected the homers. That's down around one per nine, which is excellent. But it came at the expense of all the strikeout stuff. And now we're seeing a lot of the expected underpinning stats for Josiah Gray kind of get above five. Expected the ERA at 4.6 to Sierra up at five, 11% walk rate. Right now, the things are starting to get worried about. Again, he doesn't get ahead. And you really got to look out when he's at home. That park really plays up. 860 OPS allowed. That's a 517 ERA, 528 X fit flip side. Nick Buffett has been freaking awesome, yo. My goodness. And it's funny, I mentioned Javier in the game log. I got sidetracked. I forgot anyway. Nick Pavetta has been unbelievable lately. 360 era, I mean, 121 stuff plus on the fastball, 30% K, 20% K minus walk. That's always a big check mark. 27 and a half whip, that's another check mark. You know, 33 chase to 85 O swing, so he's inducing chases and winning inside the zone. Lots of fly balls, but it hasn't really mattered. The barrels turn into home runs. I actually think that's a function of him challenging people with nobody on. Other than that, Pavetta's been just awesome and incredible on the road so far. 203 batting average, 620 OPS, 36 ERA, last 400 pitches. I have on my sheet, if you're into it, my pitching sheet that's so popular. I have 30 days. It's not 30 days. I, I, I got to stop doing it. It's like 37 days. You really want five to six starts. You want to get like 400 pitches. Right around 400 pitches, in between four and 500 pitches. To start to get some stabilization again. You don't marry yourself to that. That's why we don't just look at that. We look at the whole thing in nuance and context, pouring out your freaking nose when you roll with us, like it anywhere on the web. I don't know, tag somebody that you think might be offended by that and bring them on. You know what I'm saying? So you got to have the Red Sox by a mile here, even though we tend to love the Nats. Red Sox offense scuffling just a bit, but I think we have such an edge. It's not like Washington's any good on offense right now either. The bullpen, though, is a bit rough. You know, I think I have this one down to an F5. That's where I ended up. Fire Sports, we called you out before because I didn't see a OPMG YouTube kiddo. What's going on? Jay, bring up the F5 pricing. I think I posted the F5 run line because the bullpen stuff was so whack. All right, that's that's kind of viable. We can get with that. If you go for a run line cover at minus 120, that's something that we'll do. I I consider that a viable price. To me, that's a viable price. Even better with that stand. Minus two, minus 112s. That's that, that we want for sure. Again, I want to stay ahead of the game and away from the bullpen. 
Boston lands 54 and two-thirds. It's a six ERA, one-five whip, 280 batting average allowed, nearly two home and nine. Flip side, Washington, 46 and a third, two six ERA, I'm sorry, two one ERA with a point nine whip, 171 batting average. Less than a home and nine Washington bullpen. Really been good. I thought they were gonna go into Scheider after <laughs> I thought they were gonna <laughs> after uh Hunter Harvey was down. Sorry, Jay's making me laugh. Ask about the double results. You know what's Jay? I'm telling you, you and I are so sick. I always forget to check these things. I know for a fact I have a couple of those on the board today. Houston, Miami was one double result. Although technically it was kind of tied, but I just you know had it as a as a double result. What we're talking about, people, is um that's funny you, you look, I actually do, but you gotta be careful, man, those open sets. Anyway, double result meaning one team ahead after five, and then Another team up at after nine to win it pays crazy odds if you could find books that that take that. And we've nailed a bunch of them. Oakland is the Oakland is the king of this, right? These terrible bullpens. So you might see that with Boston today for sure. Gotta be careful. That Boston bullpen awful. Again, the Nats bullpen really, really good. So keep an eye on the double results, man. Offshore books carry it, but hey, whatever. I gotta go chase it down. They're a little hard to navigate. Let's get back into the games. Fighting Phil, Zach Wheeler on the bump, minus 110 against Yusei Kikuchi and the Bluebirds. I just see the Toronto Blue Jays on the board, Jay, and this has nothing to do with being a Yankee fan. I just don't want to bet them anymore. I don't know if you feel that way. I know there's a lot of vocalism. There's, there's been a lot of vocal, you know, fans, analysts, and stuff right now. There's kind of quite a few Canadian baseball heads out there. You know, um Amarante's a blue jay guy, Rob Silver, super bright fantasy baseball analyst, is a blue jay guy. And then, you know, it's just a bunch of Canadians. And you hear it from them. Blue Jays just so unbelievably frustrating. Jay said they make no sense. They'll be dangerous if they make the playoffs. I guess, I know, I hear you. I, I tend to think a lot of these these coin flip things are going to come out in the wash, right? They've been terrible running as a scoring position. I mean, are you going to bury them for that? Like, they're really, really good. Uh, Vlad has been frustrating. Maybe he's just not a first-round pick. Again, I was fading him for the year in Dunedin and all that stuff. But, again, Blue Jays just really frustrating. Let's get into it. Zach Wheeler's been awesome. 3 7 ERA, 111 whip. All the indicators are 3 5 or below. Again, double. I'm trying not to do too many lessons because we have so much freaking work to do. All right, I got to be behind already, of course. This show might go to 45. We often talk about attack metrics, right? People all often ask, right? There's 50 baseball games a day and you have all this stuff. How do I go at it? Number one is to have a good process. How do you do that? I mean, listen, that's part of why I sell my stuff because I think. I put everything in one spot. Most people don't have all day. Even I don't have all day, and I work on this stuff. So you want to be quick. You want to be efficient. That's number one. And then it's find the things that matter. Find those attack metrics. When you're going after a pitcher, right, the plus five expected, plus five Sierra, and when you are on the other side looking to back a pitcher, when you're getting agreement at three, five, or below, three, or below, ever, on more than one indicator, those are the things you want to go for. Player props upon Mention him twice, and he will appear. I already called you out, homie. Make sure you guys are watching this show. Pass the prop. Love it. The wheel has been downright excellent. You know, he's got the K rate. He's got the walk rate down at four and a half. 23% K minus BB, 27 whiff. Just all the stuff you're looking for. He's been death on righties and murder on the road. Wheeler with a 245 BA allowed, 647 OPS. 
half a homer, nine, last 400 pitches, he's been excellent, 2-7 ERA, and also the, another last indicator, again, those things to back. I added the plus metrics to the pitcher sheet. Stuff plus, location plus, pitching plus. I know there's all this arguing about it. Don't use it like that. These are just generalities. It's one piece of the quilt that we've built. When they're all at 100 or above, for example, Zach Wheeler, they're all at 105 or above. Remember, there's not 1 is 1%, 10 is a standard deviation. You go after it. Kikuchi, 3-5 ERA, 1-2 whip. He's got the walks under control at 7%. That's what everybody was waiting for. And maintain the swing and miss. 12 and a half swing and strike, 28 and a half whiff. Exactly what you want. The problem is when he falls behind, 59 and a half first strike, he misses a lot. I added that also miss rate now on the sheet. 8.5%. That center savant box, he doesn't really have the stuff to do it because of the attack angle, the nearly 40% fly. Then you get the 42 hard hit, nine barrels, six blasters, the nearly two homer nine, right? It's always been an issue for him. Very good at home, 3-4 ERA, but the one and a half homer nine again. You find these pitchers challenging hitters without a runner on base, it happens. 124 ERA, though, that last 400 pitches, he's been excellent. 108 stuff plus. You want to be under on these games. Philadelphia offense starting to click up. Toronto offense kind of disappointing us, but they've been really a split team. So it's Toronto you want to back them against lefties. Against righties, it's been really tough. Same thing for Philly. They're really hitting lefties. Maybe you got to lean on Wheeler today. What's the current line on this one? Is it as close as that? I think I, I, I when I remember people, I scraped this down, and then the price I pulled out was like an open, let's say an opening line. It's 8 8 o'clock in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning. And these things tend to shift, especially I hate to brag, but you know, we do put out picks and I do move line sometimes whatever people like my stuff they buy my bs first five i'm gonna be honest jay you know when it comes down to wheeler i generally look at a full game because i want the extra plate appearances for the phillies but i also tend to think he goes long right so i know i'm usually leaning towards f5 philly bullpen has been good so is toronto though the sierra two runs worse than the era i think i want to back i'm gonna back to phil's let's go philly money line in this one Price is right, and I think we've got the edge. Again, Blue Jays scuffling against righties. Phillies hitting lefties and giving up home runs. So I, I think we'll get it done. Sorry to all my Canadians. Next up. It's the black and yellow buckles, Pittsburgh Pirates. If you're following my work, you saw I had a, a slight data meltdown. You know, I missed on these guys changing teams. Fulter had with Philly. You throw up on my logos. Anyway, Bailey Fulter on the bump, plus 120 dog on the road against the Let's Go Mets Go in Queens. David Peterson. I mean, you just... Uh, I don't think this one was listed when I posted. Again, very early in the morning. You gotta be leaning towards the over on this one, Jay. Bring up any totals. Again, I generally lean towards full game totals. The Mets bullpen has been disastrous. Let's go full game total. Again, this is not an exact science. I do try and stay as consistent objectively in my process because I, I think that'll help. Over time, I think it smooths out. I also think it keeps you from getting really frustrated. Player props about says this game is gross. Agreed. I mean, it's so gross. But if you can go over eight and a half. Before this one moves, I think you want it. Let's get into it really quick. Bailey Fulton has been bad. Five and a quarter ERA, 155 whip, OPS at 870. Peterson, 5'6 ERA, 16 whip, 844 OPS. Not any good. I mean, Fulton doesn't strike anyone out. Peterson's walking too many guys. They both miss too often. This one really could get kind of ugly. 
They've both been decimated by lefties at minimum 300 batting average. Fulton's a 390 BA allowed to lefties. Ridiculous. 300 batting average to righties at the same time. He's been terrible on the road. This is Fulton. 328 BA allowed. 860 OPS over 5 XFIP. Peterson's been pretty good at home as far as the indicators go. But I think someone's getting tagged, and if he doesn't get wrecked, he won't go deep in the men's bullpen. Should finish the job on the over. Pittsburgh offense starting to show some signs. The x button stuff is bad against lefties, admitted. But they're starting to show those signs of things we go to bat. Double-digit walk rate. 10% swing strike. 27 chase. 89 zone contact. That's generally the stuff we look for. Also, number one in line drive. Number one in pull rate. That's how you score runs. You know, in small sets. Player props about asking, would you take the all-team total for Braves nine and a half? Braves are up next. Hold on one second, my man. I got you. If that was for the comment section, sorry I interrupted. The comment section is amazing here. I love it. And again, if you're wondering, jump on over to YouTube. You can check it out. You can read it after. Got a couple people like player props about Fire Sports Insight. Matty Williams up in here sometimes. Frank Amarante dropping bombs, dropping dimes putting plays, other recommendations, and other ways to spin it. Like he said, the all-prop, taking the analysis that we do here. That's why they call this the restaurant where the chefs eat. If you are plugged into the market, this is where you want to be. We don't know everything. I don't know everything. We just do a damn good job of laying it out, not being too certain in our assertions. All right, let's go get it, everybody. So, again, you gotta, I'm, I'm way over on this one. I'm just, I'm way over. Oh, I want to do the Mets bullpen because it was so bad. Last 50 innings, it's a 7 ERA, 1-6 whip. 45.5 fly ball, 11 barrel, 2.5 homer, 9. Oh, my goodness gracious. Really, really bad. Although yesterday, man, I got away with one of my strike props. Adamito was in there. He won. When he's throwing the Frisbee, it's like unhittable. And I had Cabrini's Hayes at plus 170 to not strike out. I've been talking about these. This is one of the reasons you want to be following my work right now. We are starting to heat up. I really put something beautiful together, I think. Going forward, I'm very excited about this. So, Brian Hayes batting third in the bottom of the ninth. All I need to do is not strike out. Honor Joe, who's very hard to strike out, struck him out looking like three pitches. Brian Reynolds, not easy to strike out. To strike out, struck him out. Three pitches looking. <laughs> Brian, Brian Hayes gets up there. Strike number one. Strike number two. I was like, forget it. This is a rapper Rooney. He ended up popping the ball up. My wife is laughing at me. Go, why? I'm like, what? She goes, because I'm like, oh, I got this guy. It's my guy. Come on. Key, 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 key. The kids are cute. Key, key, key. Everybody pops up, and I'm like, yeah. She couldn't, she couldn't imagine. I told her what we were betting on. And she was like, you freaking people are nuts. Absolutely nuts. And I couldn't be more proud. It ain't madness. It's Sparta, baby. Rate, review, and subscribe if you agree. Next up, it's the New York Yankees. On the road, the Bronx Bombers going down to the dirty, dirty to face Bryce the Elder, my favorite drunk, drunk Dungeons & Dragons character. Luis Severino on the bump for the Yankees. Remember when he was good? I mean... There is not there is not a more interesting case. Like I'm sorry, Alec Manoa. I don't know how I don't know how he's not this guy. But there isn't a more interesting case of a fall from grace. Manoa gave us a great season. Severino a bit more established. Anyway, through 63 innings, it's an eight ERA with a one nine whip and one thousand OPS attack indicator engage six and three quarter expected era with a five sierra single digit k minus bb single digits making strike 20 percent with oh my goodness the one thing you got to regress these home runs you got to regress 22 percent 
home run to fly ball. It's 46 hard hit and 11 barrel, two and a half over nine, a 442 expected mobile contact. These numbers are just absolutely ridiculous. Lefty's hitting 370, righty's hitting 294, and he's been terrible on the road. Go figure, 989 ERA with a 1077 OPS. Don't worry, last... 400 pitches. He only has a 9-4 ERA. Other side, Bryce the Elder. Big gold star on the nose of the Colton Penn crew. We were calling for the regression here. This one was... This lasted longer than it should, and now it was too easy. Forget the 3-6 ERA. Forget the 1-2 whip. 63 stuff plus on the fastball. He doesn't strike anybody out. This is Bryce Elder. He does get his ground balls, but we knew the regression was coming. You're not going to get away with that stuff for too long. And again, we've seen it. Last 400 pitches, the ERA up near 8. All the indicators agree. 5.5 Sierra. 77 stuff plus on the fastball, only 13% K rate. Last 400 pitches, that same kind of small set. You got to go after Elder. I mean, if this one doesn't have a jillion run scored, I don't know why. I don't know how. Again, I want to answer player props about. <laughs> this one only is only ended two ways. You got to go. It, I feel I feel this way. Like, like forget the team total, right? Forget a minus 110. You either bet the all team total, like up to 10. Or you bet the all ten total, the all team total below what below two. Because I feel like there's a this is one of those like two outcome games. Yankee offense starting to get it going. They're also a very hefty lefty split team. Right, so be careful with the Yankees are showing signs of the things that we love. Again, Aaron Judge, rising tide, lifting the boats, doesn't hurt when Stanton swinging a bat. 12 and a half walk rate. Last 500 PAs for the Yankees, that's one of their trademarks. 26 chase, they're hitting it hard. Double-digit barrel, 116 WRC+. plus. But you flip it on its head, the Bravos are insane. Last 500 plate appearances, this is insane. A 320 batting average as a team. 29 homers. 33 doubles, 111 runs. That's a 400 OBP and a 960 OPS. Single digit K minus BB. Unbelievable. 48 hard hit, 11 and a half barrel. It's a 405 Woba, 155 WRC+. Check this out. Lefty, righty, Woba, X split, right? So versus lefties versus righties, Woba and X Woba. Minimum 363. You got to understand that implies at least, at least five and a half runs of a game. At least. A legit almost blind if the Braves ever post a five it's it's an auto smash even five and a half there's an argument for so the Braves just insane it's really really ridiculous the bullpen getting it done as well two ERA list 48 and a third Yankees not as good but we do know they've been very very good on the year I think pound for pound the Yankees bullpen is pretty good so if you're going over maybe you want the F5 on this one gee just do me a favor I, I we're going I'm going a bit slower than I need to be right now but on games like this I wonder if the F5 is not adjusted fully. Like, yeah, I think I would I'd rather go over F5.5 in this case and pay a little bit of juice than try and go over the bullpen stuff. Because remember, if you end up right on the nose, let's say it's 3-2, you might not get it. All right, let's move it on. I'm going to really try to hurry up, man. 15 games all at night. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. And again, we didn't... I haven't mentioned the... K stuff is it up yet? Oh, babe, 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 wake up, babe, wake up, wake up. The K leader is boosted. <laughs> yeah. All right, I gotta hurry up through the game so you can go and do this one. Alex Fado on the bump. He's back for the Tigers plus one sixty five dog on the road against my boy Bailey Ober. Ober's ERA is really high. In the last thirty again. If I say last thirty, I mean four to five hundred pitches. But I'm I'm. Binding indicators. The Sierra is low. The K minus walk ERA is low. I, I always love the underpinning. He's got the great control. 
Minnesota offense definitely better than Detroit. Let's get a piece of these Twinkies, Jay. Oh, man, I lost. I'm sorry, I lost the price. Minus 180 is a bit too heavy. Detroit bullpen's been looking good. Let's go with the first five run line on the Twins and move it up. <laughs> Far Sports says, Falcons beat the Giants 21 zip. Oh, oh, wait. <laughs> baseball? Yeah. Oh, baseball? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just unbelievable, man. We're at that point of the season, though, right, where you... I actually think run lines where I've complained about because I call them greedy. Full game run lines are a bit more viable. You've seen teams just kind of wave the white flag, trying to figure out what they have in bullpens, what they have with rookies, not retooling, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Give me Minnesota F5 run line. Sorry, Jay. I didn't see it. If the first five is 180, I'm assuming. Great, what's going on, man? Welcome aboard. Love seeing new faces in the chat room. Really do appreciate you. We move the show early in the middle of the season. Like, that's a, it's a, the least popular thing you could do for a baseball show. Most people getting ready for pigskin. So thank you all. Really appreciate you. You make this show really what it is. You know, that's most of the feedback I get are people that are really involved in this immersive experience. And I've actually met other people and they speak to them and have their own group chats going on and all this other stuff. So again, you know, I don't just talk. We, we live it. It means the world to us. So Jay, first five run line and just Moving on. I gotta hurry up. The show's gonna it's gonna be an hour thing. All right, Oakland. On the road, on the bump. Spencer Watkins, I believe, is listed against Dakota Hudson and the Cardinals. This one's easy. They're both terrible. I like the Oakland offense way more than the market does. Yes, the Oakland Athletics stink. They're objectively bad. But the offense is not as bad as people make it. The batting average is low, but again, they do the things that score runs. They're top five in fly ball, they're top five in pull rate, top five in hard hit rate, top eight in barrel. But that scores home runs. You know, score some runs. That hits. That is translates to home runs, which helps you score runs. Gosh, I just that was really bad. Cardinal offense, same idea. The Cardinals are good. The team is bad. The pitching sucks, but they score. I think this one was listed at eight and a half. Jay, we also know anytime you want to go over in an Oakland game, everybody say it together. You play it full game. Why? Oakland bullpen historically bad in the season. Oh my goodness, it is just filthy. 495 innings on the season. How's this? My stat people out there. It's a five and a half ERA with a one five whip, 12% walk rate, 8% barrel, one and a quarter over nine and 32 losses. Yowza. How could things be any worse? Jay, did you find that up? eight and a half? Full game, St. Louis and Oakland. Didn't look like they were going to get there yesterday. It ended up getting there. It's an 09. You know what? We'll take it. Let's play for it because I don't want to be cowardly. I have this one modeled up. While you have bet stamp up, everybody, we are using this app. It's awesome. It helps you shop, helps you see the directionality of the market. And those are live links you can click there too. Jay, do me a favor. Would you take 30 seconds to tell them all about this lovely app of ours? Absolutely, John. Uh, guys, if you want to improve as sports bettors, uh, the easiest way to do so is to use an odds comparison tool like Betstamp. Betstamp just simply compares odds across all platforms, including games, futures, player props. Save time and money by checking Betstamp before you bet. Download the app today. If you're looking to sign up for new sports books, check out that link on screen, betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen, or click the link in the description, or click the link in the pinned chat message if you sign up through sportsbooks through that link guys you help support the show and you keep us on the vine for a little longer so we appreciate you guys uh now back to john seems like john is muted but he does not realize it yet sorry i was muted 
rookie mistake. I was slurping and snotting. Sorry about that, everybody. We're usually a bit better than that. R-E dot production. Anyway, player prop. Drop the YouTube play today. Gotcha. Olsen, over two and a half homers, plus runs, plus ribbies. I love the even money. So, yeah, I mean, listen, he's a... I don't generally go over two and a half, but, like, if there's ever a spot, that's it. I mean, we're, he's going to hit a home run in the first inning, right? So, yeah, probably. All right, next up. Luke Giolito and the Angels on the road, plus 155 dogs against the Texas Rangers. Jordan Montgomery. Oh, man, two guys I've really liked, and I've kind of had trouble putting my finger on. Another model is starting to get away from it. Listen, Gio, you know, when the walks pop up, it's always a problem because then the fly balls turn into home runs, and that's exactly what we've seen. You know, he's not inducing chases the way you'd think he would, but 45 fly ball, 11 barrels, the 1 in 6, 1.65 homer 9, 401 expected wobble on contact. And then, again, last 500 pitches, he's been whacked, 930 OPS, 6 ERA, 2 and a quarter homer 9. He's been bad for Texas. Montgomery, also be careful. It's not a 3 4 ERA. We're not seeing it. Last 500, the Sierra and XFIP getting up near 5. It's been a bit of a rough go for both of these guys. I think the market likes both of these teams more than I do. The thing is, LA just does not hit lefties at all. The bottom three expected Woba last 500 plate appearances against lefties. That's 259. And then you got to look at the K stuff 28K to only five walk, 15 swinging strike, 41 chase, 82 zone contact. These are awful, awful team statistics. I almost wonder how it gets to that point. It almost makes Montgomery a, a long shot pop for the. The K leader, I looked, he's 12 to 1. Get out of here. I'm not playing Jordan Montgomery at 12 to 1. Goes to show you, Jay, he's probably nodding along. We've talked about on the show, it's taken forever. Um, when we tackled the daily K leaderboard, there are kind of two attack vectors by military people out there. One, you want to be looking at pitchers that have the strongest strikeout ability. I think that makes a lot of sense. The other thing that you want to be doing is for certain looking at these teams that have the wild strikeout tendencies. They play. At first, I'll admit, I thought it would be more slanted towards the pitcher. As we play along the season, we're knocking out long-odd long winners because of, of that. right? So the market's been a bit slower on that. Playing pitchers you don't think are going to strike out a lot of guys, and you get the, the one game they do because they face the you know Angels or the White Sox or the Twins or the Mariners or whatever. You try and get these teams in your head. If this show doesn't go six hours, we'll take 30 seconds at the end and try and do the K leaderboard. So the Angels offense is really impossible to back right now. you got to like Texas, but the price is a bit too high, and I don't know if I want to pay for the cover. You know what? Actually, maybe I'm full of it. I didn't see LA bullpen 6-5 ERA last 51. Texas bullpen 1-6 ERA last 39 innings. Okay, give me the run line. Full game run line, please. If Texas is listed at 165, I'd really like plus money on it. So providing this is not at minus 130 somehow or worse, we could jump on that and just move forward. I'm seeing plus 115, plus 120. Smash the Texas run line. They're safe. The LA is in a total tailspin. And let's move it up. It's Chicago on Chicago, Tuki Toussaint, and the White Sox on the road against the Baby Bears in the nice part of town. Kyle Hendricks, minus 170 favorite. This one, again, really tough to back. I, I'm just not buying the Hendricks stuff. Sub-4 ERA, 112 whip. Indicators don't buy it. He doesn't strike anybody out, but the Ks are awesome. Maybe bring up the walk prop. Uh, like a Hendricks walk prop, if that's ever at the minus 125 or better, I consider that a viable prop. His control stuff's been awesome. 4%. Walk rate, 34% ball. But other than that, I really hate to go after this guy. Hendricks is also in a really rough time at home. So keep an eye on the wind in Chicago. 
Five and a half ERA at home, 844 OPS. Toussaint not to be outdone, five and a half ERA on the road. Right, so these guys both kind of stink. Hard to back to Chicago, White Sox offensive, bottom three, a little, quite literally across the board. Runs, homers, average, OBP, K, walks, swing and strike, ground ball, fly ball, hard hit, barrel, X, wall, but just disgusting right now. They're awful. 292 expected Wilbur versus righties, last 30. Chicago offensive Cubs, I mean, I'm sorry, Chicago Derp, is excellent. So you got to think they get it done, but I'd be more leaning towards the over on this one. I got to start getting the totals a little more handy. If, the, if this is eight and a half, I think we'd probably get to that one also. I think Toussaint gets smoked and Hendricks has his day coming. Jay had it up. The under the walks. Again, they're minus 225. Like, I just can't ever go there. Some people do, and I'm not going to bang them, man. I don't know better than anybody. I'm not better than anybody at all. I don't predict the future either. I just know I don't like to pay that kind of vig, yo. It's, it kills me. I'm a cheapskate by nature. So let's get the over 8.5 on this one at minus 115. Move it on. Gosh, there's still tons of games where we're pushing up against it already. Ay, 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 Jay. What did I do wrong today? Next up, Emerson Hancock and the Mariners on the road against Casey and Jordan Lyles. Again, Hancock, people love this kid, but he's young. I don't ever buy this stuff. He had one good start. Kansas City is starting to hit, though, right now. People not giving him any credit. They're also running like crazy. So when you combine a 296 team batting average with number one in steals, what do you get? You're getting runs scored. They're doing the thing. Seattle's starting to get up off the mat as well, taking their walks. They still strike out too much. Not like I, I can't go with the Lyles for the K-Prop. But this one also, if it's eight and a half, I think we got the over awesome over this game. Jay, let me just confirm. Yeah, I'm over nine in this one again. And I have Seattle scoring five. And when you get five, again, when you model up five, I don't model's never going to give you eight. Kansas City bullpen's been terrible. They blew it again. Yesterday, they ended up winning it in the walk-off, but they blew it again. 44 and a third. It's a plus five Sierra, six, seven ERA. They're terrible right now. Let's move it up. These are always easy. Arizona and Colorado, which Joe Mantiply, the reliever, is going to open for the stakes on the road against the Rockies and Ty Black. It's aptly named. I don't know. Just fade this one. Don't put your money on this one. DFS people, different story. Maybe look to jump on and see if I get, you know, if I guess we're expecting offense. Maybe not enough to cover whatever eight and a half nonsense is going on. I don't know. Phil Dussault, famous, you know, fantasy baseball player, was talking about not being afraid of the Rockies. And it's true. Not be, he was saying not being afraid of cores just because of the Rockies, but man, they're because man, they're terrible. And he's right. Again, Black is just luck is just awful. He's at the low ERA last thirty, but the indicator's not buying it. You could probably go after the over on this one, but I'm leaving. I'm not interested. Next up, Jack Flaherty in Baltimore on the road against the Friar Tuck Padres. Minus 140 dogs at home. Flaherty on the road as the 125 dog with the Orioles. Blackbirds, orange vests. I mean, I've been a Flaherty supporter. We talked about this. The up and down coming off the injury, but he was showing signs of the pitcher that we'd like to back. People kind of got off him. We've been backing him. Man, I... I this is like I'm torn right now. I wonder if my more my more Orton fans know why. Right? We like Flaherty. We want to back him. I'm afraid of going up against the Padres because the offense is smoking right now. But their piece pitching against Waka, who though he was good, is coming off the IL, which is something we normally go after. Nathan Cerner, welcome aboard, man. Thank you so much. First time I've seen the name. Appreciate you participating in this thing of ours. 
He says Flaherty's a sneaky good pitcher. Yeah, listen, he's it's not even that sneaky. He's just had injuries and in a tough situation. Then he kind of complained about St. Louis. Maybe we're finding out St. Louis. Not like the squeaky clean organization I always thought it was. OPMG says Flaherty's at 11 to 1. Yeah, not great. I generally wouldn't be going after San Diego anyway. It's like Flaherty's lighting up the K stuff. We're going to get to it really quick. Next up, it's Zach Little. The flatfish from Florida, those sneaky rays on the road against Jacob Junis getting the nod for the Giants. I don't know if this one's official. MLB had this one listed. You might not find this one on the book yet. Junis is sometimes the placeholder. And it doesn't actually get the start. He'll do the follow thing. So these are a little hard to cap. The thing I wanted to point out that I'm into, we bet the rays again yesterday. I tend to like little also. I just usually, when I go up against the Giants, I like to go F5 because the bullpen is generally really good, though they've struggled a bit more of as of late. I'm waiting for the F5 to post. Though I don't know what the line's going to be like if it's not. Meaning, you know, Tampa right now, oh, I'm sorry, Jay, you got the first five up. We want it. Let's take the first five for sure. We have the edge with Little, and we have the edge on the Giants' offense. Again, Little people kind of LOL these Rays guys. He was a reliever. They stretched him out. Three and a quarter Sierra, sub four expected ERA, 27K to only six walk. Sorry, three eight, my bad. Three eight Sierra, three and a half walk. The control stuff has been out of control from 30% ball rate. I'm sorry, so let me back it all right. Little was all control, all control, all control. And since they stretch him out, he's been very, very good and he's pitched excellent on the road the entire year. Sub three ERA, sub 700 OPS, one third of a homer nine, sub three Sierra. Last 500 pitches, 106 pitching plus. Not that Junis has been bad, but the giant offense is in the tank right now. How about this? Nine home runs, last 500 PA, zero steals. Bottom three in runs, 48 ground ball. That's a 65 WRC plus. Death, uh, just awful. It's so bad. It's so, so bad. Between the injuries and the galaxy branding, the Giants shot themselves to the foot. Right now, the Rays are class better than the Giants. If you get them at plus money, you take them and thank me later on. Let's wrap it up and then do the case stuff really quick. I'm sorry. This one went a little bit long. Hopefully, you'll enjoy it again. It really, how much was anything like this, y'all? Oh, who's getting every single game advanced stats application? You know, betting lessons and stuff. I'm really trying my best to keep the show as informative and immersive as it was on the first day of the season when everybody was into baseball, when the Fugazes were out there pretending, you know, and the real ones still doing it, me and Jay. Adrian House are on the road with the beer makers plus 175 dogs against Bobby Miller and the Trolley Dodgers. You just can't go up against the Dodgers right now. They're they're a killer. They're that three-phase killer. Dodgers right now doing work, looking like Atlanta on the stat sheet. 295 BA, 884 OPS as a team, last 500 PAs. 18 homers, 36 doubles. I mean, in a 16K to 10 and a half walk, single digits when you strike, 43 five ball, nine and a half barrels. What do you do? You can't strike them out. They take walks, they make a ton of contact, then they lift it and it's barreled. 139 WRC plus for the Dodgers. Really hard to go after them right now. Again, Bobby Miller, kind of really bright young star. He's been excellent. I think he's been just as good as the 389 ERA. Again, we love the 7% walk. He gets ahead. I really like what I've seen from Miller. I think the future, really, the right to career arc is yet to be told. 2-8 ERA, last 500 pitchers. Hausers is up near 6. So the indicators are a bit better. I like the Dodgers to win. I don't know if I love the cover. 
because they generally avoid the Milwaukee bullpen. Again, I don't know the answer to these things. I just try and stay as consistent as possible. So I like the Dodgers. I like the Dodgers to win. Maybe they're a nice parlay play, like a Dodgers money line. But I worry about the cover because I like to look for covers against bad hashtag we hate bullpens. So hopefully we have enough plays that people don't think I'm a fraud. Let's do the fun stuff, everybody. Okay, so one first attack vector, Jay Bird. Get the basket ready, brother. Jay's already got a little list for us. Appreciate you, my dude. Let's see if I run through it. We'll see who matches. So pitchers that we would want to back because they could strike out the world would be Nick Pavetta, Zach Wheeler, Giolito, Kikuchi, Bailey Ober. Jay, let me jump over to you. We have any hits there? Hancock, Peterson, Lyles. No, you put Lyles twice. You got little. All right, no matches yet. That's okay. Second attack vector. We're going to look for the teams that have the grossest profiles. Again, I provide all this stuff. You can get it on Twitter. Take you to Sharpener. If you want to pay for it, you can. If not, the bookmark is there, and it's open. It's free. You know, it's not by accident. You think I, I've been telling you about it. If 20 bucks it mean is that much you like I don't I don't want someone to not get access that wants it because of twenty dollars. I hope if you played with us last night, you definitely made twenty dollars and then you can go pay for it. And I'm like, look, isn't that the best case? Use the data to pay for it if you don't want to pay for it up front. But I put this stuff out there for a reason. And again, you want to build the basket. You gotta be careful just looking at K, just looking at walk. Again, like I mentioned the quilt, I mentioned the tapestry. Let's get into it. Okay, so the team to attack first, oh my goodness, I'm like formatting in real time, I'm going to poop myself, is, okay, Colorado, number one. Holy mackerel. So that would be uh, it's Arizona, unfortunately. Right, so I don't have the matchup, and I have to try, it took me a second. So Colorado is the first team to attack, but they have Mantafly, and you can't really do that. Next up, I'd probably say is the Angels which is Jordan Montgomery, which is why he's at 12 to 1, which means, Jay, he's got to get included, right? So I would, even though I know I mentioned, I don't want to be the hypocrite. I don't want to sound like I contradict myself. Even though I mentioned what I said at the analysis, yes, I wanted, I wanted better play. Again, I think when they both, if they both kind of match up and it's that strong, I think you go for it at 12 to 1. I think he's got a piece of the puzzle here. Then it's Cincinnati. So that's, Cleveland, which is Logan Allen. Where's Allen on this one? Logan Allen is a 29 to 1. I'd want to put him in there also. So Allen and Montgomery, two pretty strong pops to go. Usual suspects, Chicago White Sox. Man, that's Kyle Hendricks. Where's Kyle Hendricks? Kyle Hendricks is at 70 to 1. Okay, now again, if you followed with us. I'm going to run him through just the last filter. And actually, there were two. One of them I know he checks. So again, what do we need if we're going to win this thing? We know we need 11Ks. So number one, you need the pitch count. We know Hendricks has that. He's a workload guy. The other thing I want to look for is the spike game. I don't know off the top of my head if he has one. He does not. Meaning he has not, he has not topped six strikeouts in a single game, even though he's gone... You know, eight innings once, he went seven innings. He went eight innings once, seven innings twice, and six innings another half dozen times. So I think you got to leave Hendricks is probably not the answer. 
Detroit Tigers, pretty terrible from a disciplinary standpoint. That's Minnesota and Bailey Ober. So he's a double check mark. He's at seven and a half to one. Now we go into the other tree, in the logic tree again. You know, I know you come here. I did mention nuance. I did mention context. Sometimes winning ain't easy. And now when you get to the favorites, this is the very last thing we're going to get out of here. Hold you 10 minutes. Extra. Is to keep the pricing in mind. Yes, we want to win the Daily K leaderboard. We want to tweet emojis. We want to tweet emojis, right? I mean, we want to tweet emojis. The thing is, though, you got to keep an eye on pricing. I often talk about this with total base props that you can find on the same website a total base prop at over half 0.5 that is a different price from a base hit prop, which is the same exact thing. Walks don't count. So it's the same idea here. If you want to win daily K, the assumption is you need double digit strikeouts. So before you Look to win the K leaderboard. You should go over to the alt strikeouts. Now, if I was better at my job, I would have been bringing up my alt props to try and show you this in real time. I didn't do that because I have a big mouth. I used to ramble sometimes, and I got ahead of myself. We're not, none of us are perfect. But now, I think, but now I think we're back on track. So I was at barely over, right? So again, here's a perfect example. Here is a winner. Here's a winning attitude. Here's why people like the show. Brian E. This is why he watches. Okay. So Bailey over. This is real time. These are real prices. Real world earth spinning, you know, ball of water. Bailey over is plus seven and a half to win the Daily K leaderboard. Now, objectively, that is a bad bet. The reason is because if you need 10 strikeouts to win it, I don't think anybody's win it with less. I have Bailey Ober at plus 905 to get 10 strikeouts. Could you imagine? It's 10 plus also, so 10's a winner. Could you imagine getting 10 Ober strikeouts at 750 and losing to Jordan Montgomery to strike out 11? To find out that I smacked a plus 905 on the same 10 strikeout performance. So again, feathers in the cap, learning, 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 learning. Always talking, but trying to listen as well. Let's get out of here, everybody. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Rate, review, and subscribe matters way more than it should. Just infinitely more than it should. Jay's doing the slow saunter through today's play. Sorry we went on a bit longer than always, but full primetime slate, flying solo, tons of games with the strikeout leader, and I talk too much. So hopefully you enjoyed it. If you listen to us at this point, we salute you. You are one of us. Thank you for being part of the failings of ours. Call to the pen, HQ. You get all my work. Football stuff is out. Fantasy football cheat sheets. Also, if you're the prop betting, I mean, you got to have these things. I don't know why you wouldn't have all that. I put advanced data. Again, it's what I do best. Putting all the stuff in one place where no one else does. So that'll do it. Thanks for picking up what we're putting down. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy the pay. And remember, when you work this hard, there's a lot less like luck, yo. Peace.